Welcome along to another Daily Takeaway. It's Bush and Richie here. Um, I had a strange meeting in the lift today with somebody. Oh, I? Um, I'm just wearing T-shirt and shorts. During the summer months, pretty much all I... Well, this is what I always wear, isn't it? You're a, you're a T-shirt and shorts guy with, I'd say, pulled up white socks and trainers. Yes, that is that is my look. I don't do that, because I don't think I could pull that off. But you, you look good in the, the pulled up white socks and trainers. Thank you. This is how you that. roll. Thank you, thank you. Uh, well, when I was in the lift, um, a lady said to me, all dressed for the company rounders today. <laughs> Because the building here has got a, a social event where they've they've clocked off at lunchtime and they're playing rounders in one of the many big London parks. Let me just to underline that phrase, clocked off. Oh, is that what I said? Yeah, it was just a Freudian slip. Oh, dear. Um, anyway, that's where they all are. And I said, no, 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 this is just how I normally wear. <laughs> and then I just went for it. I went, I think I've dodged a bullet playing rounders today anyway. <laughs> have you seen how hot it is? The Met Office have said it's the hottest day of the year so far. So whilst this show's going out, the rest of our colleagues are absolutely frying in a London park. They are, yes. And uh, we are clocked on. We are clocked on, and who knew Richie looks like a shortstop? This is Bush and Rich's Daily Takeaway. Good to have you lot on board on this Thursday afternoon. Uh, my friend Rob asked me a question that I couldn't answer yesterday, and it's kind of stuck with me ever since. And it's, a, it's kind of a pertinent question because it's a question about an insect that's probably getting uh, on all of our nerves at the moment with the hot weather and people having to leave windows open etc and it's a question that will make you question everything you know about that particular insect i got rob uh, to do it as a voice note rather than me just say it out so here's the question have a listen to this hello it's rob here and i have a question to ask the home time audience where do flies go at night time do they go under leaves He's got a point. Where the hell do flies go at night? Because, like, we've got two in the kitchen dining room at the moment. And what they'll do... I mean, you, know, you know me, I've got an on, ongoing running battle with flies. And they were like, they buzz you whilst you're cooking your tea. And you kind of swear at them and try and get them with a tea towel. It doesn't work or whatever. Turn the lights off, have your food, and then go to bed. Like I, I haven't really thought about what, what are they doing down there? <laughs> what are those guys doing? Because he makes a very good point. They're never there in the morning. They're not. They've, they've moved off somewhere. Or maybe they're still asleep when you come down. I mean, do they land? Do they land on, like, uh, on top of the microwave or on the ridge of the top of your flat-screen TV and they have a bit of a break, fold the wings back, like, uh, you know, like a jet from the 80s? It's an incredible question. Makes you question everything. Because they generally end up, I find, on the ceiling by the end of the evening, by the end of the time you're turning off lights, going upstairs... They're just on the ceiling somewhere. Just meet, I'll meet you up at the ceiling. But they're never the there one. in the morning. And they can't just, like go to sleep on the ceiling, because that's upside down. They're going to fall off, aren't they? Do they just go inside lampshades? They've still got to cling on, though, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? Unless they find a ridge within the lampshade and then... Well, what does a fly look like when it goes to sleep? Does it, like, hunker down a little bit and, and close how, its eyes? How do, yeah, do they sleep at night? Do they sleep at night? So there's a lot of questions here. We don't know the answers to, but it does make you question everything you thought you previously knew about flies. Even if they are really annoying, we need to know more. Uh, this message says, they just have a little nap from flying repeatedly in a square underneath my lights all day. <laughs> so what, that's what they do, though, isn't it? Uh, Dave says they go to Ibiza, which is interesting. I, I saw Dave's message and had a little reason... <laughs> Imagine if all the flies went to Ibiza at night time. They'd take a while, because uh, the fly flies at five miles an hour. That's disappointing, isn't it? It's really disappointing, particularly because I'm never able to swat one, and if all they're doing is five miles an hour, how bad is my aim? Isn't that just slightly above, like, human walking pace? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Uh, Wayne says, flies are busy at night doing their documentaries. Wayne, I don't even know what that means. Uh, we've got Danny on the line, though. Danny, where do flies go at night? Well, I reckon they, uh, we, we fly 
You, we swallow flies in our sleep, Danny. Is that what you're, you're seriously saying on the show this evening? Absolutely. We lie there with our mouths half open, they go in, and we just... And then they're gone. Oh. I don't think you can rule that out, because we do obviously sleep with our, our mouths open. That's the whole snoring yeah. thing going on there. I look like a Greek tragedy when I'm asleep. And then last night, <laughs> I actually had something crawling over me when I was trying to go to sleep. I don't know what it was, because it was dark, kept on sort of like batting it off. Oh. But could equally be any kind of insect. But what's to say in the nine hours that we're asleep, something's not going down our, our mouth? What's an interesting noise? What was that? I'm driving, so I just um, went over the uh, <laughs> went over the little line on the side of the boat. Oh, that's good. Fine. Okay. Well, well listen, so what you're saying is uh, any given time you could have two or three flies in your tummy like some old weird nursery rhyme. If you've got an answer to this uh, <laughs> metaphysical question, it's 8, 12, 15 again in touch with the show. Now, as you know, Absolute Radio is celebrating its 15th birthday this month and uh, Dave Berry's breakfast show, their big birthday cards, on the move this morning. Uh, Kevin, old friend from Absolute Radio, Kevin, moved it uh, to Chessington World of Adventures uh, to be signed by the staff and the visitors. Now, we want to get in on the 15th birthday action here on Home Time. We were discussing yesterday that uh, Dave's kind of stolen a march with the card. Yes. Don't want people to think that we're not celebrating the birthday, so we're going to throw a party. We were trying to think yesterday uh, about what were the favourite parties of, of when we were kids. All sorts of suggestions. Mm-hmm. We've decided on what we're going to do, uh, and after a lot of thinking and discussing last night and during the day today, we've we've gone with 10-pin bowling. Now, partly the discussion, the awkwardness is you did say on air yesterday you're not very good at it. They are, they're genuinely, they're going to have to do them inflatable things in the alleys. <laughs> I, I'm that bad at bowling. I really am that bad. But it'll be good, though. Take everyone bowling. Yep. Bit of a party here at One Golden Square. Party here first, then we go bowling. That's the plan. That's, it's like straight back to, I feel like... Um, um, like one, a parent taking kids out. Yeah. Well, we might have to tell one of you off for showing off. <laughs> uh, so our producer's got 24 hours uh, to find a bowling lane somewhere in London. Can I, can I ask you a question as well? It's been such a long time since I've been bowling. Do, yeah. they, do you still have to trade your shoes in and get them sprayed with them weird red and white, like, odd shoes that you used to wear for bowling? My perception is that it's not quite as critical these days. Oh, I still you, love that bit. You can still... Get the bowling shoes, but I think they're a little bit less precious about it. Oh, wow, okay, cool. That was just a big part of bowling for me. (laughs) Uh, So, we will announce where we're bowling tomorrow on the show and you will be able to register your interest if you want to join us for the party. Someone called Woolly has just uh, tweeted to say, Danny from earlier on has blown my mind. I never considered swallowing flies in my sleep. I'm now going to have to sleep like Alfie Harland with a plaster over my (laughs) god. The plot thickens. Uh, Paul, what do you know about this? Yeah, what they do is they they can play, they can sleep upside down. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Um they look for when the sun goes down, they go to sleep. And Dude. they try to get warmth and, and comfort. When they're outside, they sleep under twigs and the leaves upside down and stuff. Are you sure, Paul? Because, I mean, I've, we were watching telly the other night and there was a fly absolutely ruining uh, the TV yeah. for us by flying apart, around. Yeah, apart from mosquitoes. Mosquitoes don't sleep. <laughs> I'm not so sure about I'm, Paul. I'm yeah. not. They're, they're, the, they're the pest of mus- pest of man life, they are, because they have antennas that can sense warm bodies. All right. And they can, and they can, they can see at night. Where do you live, Paul? What? Where do you live? <laughs> I live in Skelmersdale. Do you All have right. many Costa mosquitoes? <laughs> Um, Paul, what are your credentials then? Are you, um, are you like a nature specialist or something? What do you do? No, um, I did a science degree. 
Oh, he's got us. And he got me to nature. Did it? Yeah, I'm retired now. 54 and retired. Oh, what did you do as a job? I was um, I, I was in the army 15 years. Right. Right, and then um, I was an IT engineer for the rest of it until 47 when I retired. Wow, God, you wouldn't mess around with someone who was ex-army. No. IT, moaning about turn it off, turn it on again. What a life. Yeah, what about that? Good to speak to you. Yeah, it's cool. Cheers, Cheers Paul. Cheers, Andy McNabb. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't nap. No, I, I get up in the morning, get up and go to bed at night. I live on my own. I don't know, I was saying Andy McNabb as a joke about you being in the army. Yeah. <laughs> the Daily Takeaway. Bush Daily Takeaway. I've always been very honest about this. It's when I do start looking towards the weekend, and this weekend I'm very excited because I'm off to do something on my own and I can't wait. What are you doing? I am riding a vintage tube train. Wow. 85 years old, this train. That's an old tube train, that, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, 1938, first came into service. Not in service anymore. It's been done up in a museum. It's out celebrating its 85th birthday this weekend, and I've booked myself onto it. All the beautiful Art Deco furniture... Well, not furniture, is it? Seats. Yeah. That furniture <laughs> in the train. I tried to make it sound posh, because it is posh. I can't wait. So, just Nat- Natalie and Rocker... Not, no. not Natalie and Rocker, just no, you no, on no, your own? on my own. Not, not going with anyone, not meeting anyone there. It's just me packing up my going off, riding my train, coming back home. Day on my own. I can't wait. Do you think you'll um, like, chat to other, inverted commas, train enthusiasts when you're on there, or will you keep yourself to yourself? I appreciate you uh, went through great efforts <laughs> to use the right wording there. I might talk to people, yeah. Make a little the, friend. I don't have to make friends, but probably amongst the community, I will make some friends. Love love the use of the phrase, the community. Thank you very much. <laughs> the forums. But there is... <laughs> I know you mean notes. To be fair, I am taking the mickey a little bit, but like you won't have to like explain it or or validate it to anyone. That's the thing. Just doing your own thing. If you go with people that aren't sharing the same common interest, you f- you do feel like you're constantly having to explain yourself. At the back of your mind, you're thinking they're probably bored. I should probably go. Yeah, we should go. I want to be here for longer, but we should go. But on your own. It's fine. Do it's weird. Want. It's weird because, like, I, I've done a couple of the. You know, when they have the NFL games in London, yeah. I've done a couple of them on my own. Yeah. Which you know, an American football game is like three hours or so. It's just a long time on your own. But I don't have to like apologise to anyone, no. or you know, because sometimes when people realise how long American football is, they're like, I'm not staying for that long. So would you say that's the best thing that you have done on your own? Because I, I and I, I know that's a risky question to ask people. <laughs> What's the best thing you've done on your own? But would you say that is? Would you? What, I, I would say yes up until what I did yesterday. I ended up with a bit of spare. Time having dropped my eldest daughter off in North London, and I thought, you know what, I've not been to Wood Green indoor market for ages, <laughs> and I love an indoor market. Yeah. So I had an hour and a half to myself, so I just I, I got off the tube of Wood Green, went into the indoor market, and it was just like it was in the old days. Absolutely loved it in there. It was brilliant. It doesn't reflect well on NFL, does it? <laughs> no, it doesn't. But <laughs> it's just a bit of bit of bit of me time. Simple question: What is the most fun you've had on your own? Quickly, are you going to just take photos on your normal phone, or will you bring out your proper train spotting? Uh, <laughs> proper camera for this. I genuinely am arguing with myself as to what to do. Because you're in the train, right? So you can't take proper photos. I know, but the train's got to arrive on the platform and then I can take some decent photos with my big zoom. Is that what you call it? (laughs) (laughs)
<laughs> um, Paul says, my mum was asked to water plants at a friend's house in the late 80s. I did it for her. I was 16. It was a massive detached house and they had an amazing sound system. I used to take my Stone Roses album, stick it on full blast, dancing to I Am The Resurrection. It was the best day ever. That is probably the, the ultimate absolute radio response that to great? that question. Uh, this one, they don't leave the name, but they say the most fun they had was hitchhiking from Burnley to Israel... In 1984 to 1985. Wow. Beck says, I drove to Dawlish, slept in the car near the beach, got up in time to watch the sun rise over the horizon. Bucket list item crossed off on my own. I don't want to be a downer on this, but Dawlish Warren is where we always had to go on school field trips for Was biology, it? and it's awful. Absolutely. <laughs> we hated the place. Maybe if you're a visitor to Dawlish, the island is cool. But if you go, to, if, you have ed, if you're educated in the, Dev, in the county of Devon and you've been to Dawlish Warren for a, a field trip, Unfortunately, it takes the edge off it. It's another amazing place that training enthusiasts like. Well, you like you, you stuff aren't you I'd guys go down aren't fussy. To Do you what for? I'd go eat the amazing train uh, train track along the the, the, the it sea. There keeps flooding every five minutes, doesn't it? <laughs> it does. There yeah. you go, a bit of train knowledge there. Get me on the forums. Uh, let's let's go to the phones. We've got Mel on the line. Mel, where did you go on your own? What did you do? So I went to Sydney and I went to the set off home and away. <laughs> Oh, wow. that was amazing. So were you, were you going to Australia on your own and then you did Home and Away on your own? Or were you in Australia with other people and then you just split off Australia to do that? For, yeah, Australia for a family wedding. Um, but I refused to let anybody come with me because I didn't want them to um, spoil the experience. So I made them stay at Sydney Harbour and I went on the Home and Away bus on my own. The Home and Away bus. Um, yeah, and it had all of the theme tunes. Oh, playing, Mel, that's incredible. Singing, they were doing quiz. Yeah, it was amazing. Love the fact that you made your family stay at one of the top five worldwide <laughs> iconic destinations whilst you travelled on a bus <laughs> to visit the set of Home and Away. Yay! But what, what is there when you get there? Because, you know, Neighbours has got Ramsey Street, which yeah. is iconic, and maybe Lassiter's, etc. Uh, what, what's Home and Away got as, as a location? It's got Alf Stewart. Um, a bait shop so I went behind the counter and blew a kiss to Al Stewart's photo, uh, photo in a frame Brilliant. it's got the diner it's got um, the surf club I sat on a surf buggy I um, take it all back I'm yeah. booking my trip now <laughs> exactly you should do it's amazing is, is Pippa's caravan park still there oh I didn't go there I went to the Braxton I went to the Braxton's house um yeah, it's well worth a visit. Well, it just sounds like Alton Towers. It really, really does. Uh, good to have you on. Uh, thank you. Uh, Paul has just tweeted to say he climbed Ben Nevis on magic mushrooms. Oh, my goodness. Thanks, Paul. So we'd asked them to behave, and now they've started Straight not away, to. as soon as we said, well done for behaving, he's gone and ruined it. Uh, Dom is uh, hanging on. Some quarry-based activity. What is it you do, Dom? I go on my own. And uh, I have a nice little day out on my own, and it's just basically it's like a motor show for big diggers and trucks and things like that. So wow! Uh, so it's kind of like I like I like big trucks, and I cannot lie. That's the one. That's the one exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. And then she, you know, like obviously Richie doesn't want to take his other half, Natalie, because, you know, fair enough, she might kick off a little bit going on an old tube train. Do you not want to take people with you because you think they might be bored about big trucks and diggers? Yeah, without a shadow, without something that i just got to do on my own. No one else can come with me. What do they, do they have sort of like stands for people to sit in or do you just stand and watch yourself? No, you've got both. So you've, you've, got, a, you've got a demonstration area where you, you've got a, the big one side of the quarry where you, you can watch them and, you know, we watch the machines in action and stuff like that. 
and then you've actually some of the other big machines, like you do in a car show or a bike show, you can actually just climb up and sit in them and just pretend that you're an operator for the day. Wow. Dom, I know you like yeah. going on your own, so don't worry. I'm not about to cramp your style, but I reckon I'd love that. You might love it. I think I think you would. I definitely think you would. I just want to say I think I'd hate it, but I just want to be just for, just for balance. Dom, uh, before we let you go, please tell us then your favourite big truck or digger out of them all. Oh, it, it's got to be a big lever. There's nothing better than a big lever. I'm getting that put on a T-shirt. <laughs> I'm just looking up a big lever. Wow. That That's a some... dangerous Google search at, at work. Do some big cranes. That's it, yeah. Big well, listen. Cranes, big, big machines, big excavators, big dump trucks to do the lot. We're going to put a song on. You guys have a little chat uh, off air and uh, sort up a little date or something or something like that. <laughs> you, you might be a plus one, Rich. You never know. Uh, John is also an enthusiast. What did you do, John? Uh, Boxing Day uh, last year. It was a nice, crisp, cold day. And I went on a steam railway for the whole day on my own, stopped at every little country station on the way and walked the nearest country pub and had a proper pint of real ale. Um, didn't see virtually anybody all day and then when I got back to each station I waited for the steam train next to a proper coal fire and it was gorgeous Wow, I mean that's, I'm not not a train enthusiast but the stopping for real ale in every single little country pub sounds yeah. amazing and the coal fire bit makes you feel like you're in a Dickens novel or something, yeah. you know? Yeah, it was like that it was like that. Yeah. John, would you agree with me some of the best pubs you'll find are on train stations Yeah, absolutely yeah, they make it, they make it special, don't they? They really um, do. And, you know, are you, are you job-wise quite busy? So is it nice to have a bit of peace in your life, John, which is, I guess, what this is all about? Yeah, absolutely, yeah. And, of course, Christmas with three kids and everything is, uh, is hectic. So that, that day to myself was just perfect. <laughs> it's something to look forward to as you get through Christmas yeah. Day. Yes, absolutely, yeah. John, how did you get that through, con- we call it getting it through Congress on this show, did, how did you get clearance for this kind of solo activity? Do you know what? I, I don't really know. Um, I suspect it'll never happen again. <laughs> <laughs> You're honest. The Daily Takeaway. Bush and Richie's Daily Takeaway. So it turns out it looks like our home time email is broken. Do you remember yesterday... Uh, we, on the last episode, however oh, you're yeah. consuming this, uh, it finished by saying, can you send us a test uh, to hometimeatabsoluteradio.co.uk and mark the subject test? Ah, so we have, we've had this before where... Um, it's really quiet on text. No one's getting back in touch mm-hmm. with us. And we think, oh, obviously the texts are broken. That's why we're getting no one coming back. And then we've, we've on our own phones, have texted test. Yeah. And it's come straight in and it breaks our hearts. <laughs> it does, yeah. So we're, we're, what we're saying now is that maybe the reason no one has come back on some of the stuff we've talked about at the beginning and end of the podcast is because the email's broken. Correct, yes, because we didn't get a single email saying test. Hometime at absoluteradio.co.uk. It's obviously broken.